Welcome, friends, to the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour with your hosts, Sig Bisley and Colt Mauser. Before we get started, please be sure to like this video and subscribe for more content just like this. Now, let the animation appreciation commence. I find it kind of odd that they would have a season finale in the middle of a season. For Demon Slayer? Yeah, it's just weird. It works on its own goddamn schedule. Have you not noticed? I, I just think it's odd. Demon Slayer don't care. <laughs> Demon Slayer's got so much freaking money to do whatever the hell they want. I guess. And all these people, oh, oh, they're going to finish it? Oh, they're going to finish it? Like, <laughs> yes, no. Do you not see No, they're see certainly it? not going to finish like, it. Like, just crushing the entire American comic book market in manga form? Like, uh, anyway. I just thought it was odd. What's going to take up its time, Scott? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how these things work in Japan. Maybe. I don't know if I've ever even seen that before. It's maybe we'll have thing. some more fucking Takeshi's Castle. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It fucking would be. Oh, that's what the that's what the G four reboot's gonna be. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Except the commentary is gonna be a whole hell of a lot worse. <laughs> no, man. They just it's gonna be old Star Trek and that because that's all they have. That's all I ever really watched. Um. Anyway, she get the show on the road. Yeah, man. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about how epically we got burned on Attack on Titan because it's kind of funny. <laughs> and we're going to talk about, oh, Dota Dragon's Blood. Yep. We watched it. It's actually. Well, we watched the first season. We watched the first season. And I was oddly impressed. And we are going to fucking review one of my favorite anime of all time, MD Geist. Hey, and don't you be sleeping on my boy, Ray Harryhausen. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Claymation because we got drunk and watched Jason the Argonauts the other night. Oh, yeah. And it's fucking phenomenal. But before we do any of that well, stuff. The animation's phenomenal. A lot of news this week. There is a lot of news this week, but it's it's all fairly tame. So, for once. <laughs> There's a lot of boring news this once. week. Yeah. So, uh, Puzzle and Dragons, this news gets me uh, you know a little... Gets a little rise, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Puzzle and Dragons game is getting a Switch release, so um, Puzzle and Dragons is pretty classic. I like a good, uh, good old puzzly game. Yeah, man. Like Columns and Puzzle and Dragons has been pretty big over in uh, Japan for a while. So, hey, getting a Switch release? Check that one out if you're uh, looking for it. Coming out over here in the West. If you like puzzles and dragons, yeah. In a few days. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I, all I know is they. I, I remember them being pretty well regarded, and that you know it's got that classic puzzle shit going on. So that's cool. <laughs> They're held in high regard. You just don't get a lot of that anymore, right? Like you get some indie stuff, but like where's that? You know, where's columns? Where? Oh yeah, I know. You know, it all turned into stupid phone games, so you don't get them on a console anymore. That's true. I don't want to play phone stupid, games are fucking and they're annoying. all freemium garbage. Like I have no, I ain't got no time for that. I ain't got no time. Anyway. I go to time for that, so I don't have no time for that. Next bit of news here. Um, this caused some consternation for sure. So Nintendo has shut down their eShop for the Wii U and the 3DS. Wow. The Wii U one, I don't know that anybody was super upset about it. Someone was upset about it. But the 3DS one, people were not too happy about it because there's a lot of... Yeah, you figured they would just want money regardless. Yeah, but I mean, you got to keep the servers running, I guess. I, and I get it. They're trying to push everybody to the Switch, but they need a clamshell... Or smaller Switch version. They need sure. a true portable Switch version, I guess is my point. I yeah, know some people say it is, but like... That thing's a beast, man. Something you could fit in your pocket <clears throat> is not the Switch. No. <laughs> Unless you've got some pockets I don't even want to know about. Fat guy, like cargo pants. <laughs> even that, I don't know, man. That's right. pushing it. 
Uh, so hopefully that'll happen. Um, but yeah, shutting down the, the shop. That's that's sad. Now um, it's happening quick too. You know, by like middle of this year. So they don't care. Rip that bandaid off. Now I'm assuming you'll still be able to play all your stuff. But hey, if you're looking to play something on the damn 3ds shop, you better go do it soon. All right, so here's a bit of news that I, f- I have mixed feelings about. Uh-oh. So they're saying that the uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast movie is the first of a trilogy. So, of course it's a trilogy. What the fuck is it, a trilogy? But I have mixed feelings. Who's doing it? So, I mean, it's obviously Paramount. <laughs> Right, it's not Michael Bay. I mean, I'm sure he's involved somehow where he gets to put his name on it and collect money. I think Michael Bay got shot into the center of the yeah. sun because I haven't heard shit from him in forever. Yeah, so the first one's going to be de- um, what well, was delayed for 2022. Explosions are racist. I don't know. Michael Bay just got the hell out before, like they caught up to all the bad shit he's probably done in the past. <laughs> yeah, he's probably a fucking. If awful anyone's human. the last cocaine fueled maniac of freaking Hollywood. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> It's Michael Bay. <laughs> like they have to, they have him sequestered off somewhere where they can't get to him. So, um, yeah, I mean, it looks like it's more the. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. It looks like it's going to be the team that was more involved with uh, Bumblebee. Uh, um, Bumblebee was pretty decent, but if it's, I recall. But it's not the whole team because they, they're working on a different script, and I don't freaking know, man. Like. I can't keep up on exactly what's going on with Transformers. I barely care anymore. And I didn't exactly. And I didn't do a ton of research to figure out what the hell is going on because I figure when it comes out, if it looks all right, I'll check it out. If it doesn't, I won't. It's one of those Done. things. Like when Bubble B came out, I was like, eh, kind of pleasant surprise. Yeah, it was it was decent. So you know? if it's good, it's good. If not, it's not. Exactly. At least I don't have to count out to China anymore. Like the end of that, the one with the Dinobots where they're like. We're like in China, anyway. stomping around, nothing's happening, whatever. Like they won't anyway. Anyway. So uh, there's also a uh, new series coming out for Transformers. So more Transformers news, but this is TV news for the most part. So apparently it's going to be a Nickelodeon, which that's an interesting combo. That's odd. Um, well, Paramount. I'm a, it's another, you know, it'll be another CG show, you know, most likely. I don't. Doesn't say here, but I'm I'm gonna make the bold assumption that it is because pretty much everything is. Um, and there's also gonna be a movie apparently, a, C- a full CG movie slated for 2024. We'll see. We'll see what actually happens. Huh? That's um, odd. They're doing yeah. a lot of that shit. They did that whole uh, like they did the crap He Man series, and then they did that little kid like the little kid one that was way less was, offensive yeah but, that was like way better <laughs> yeah but that's like weird cg like he-man is fucking it's strange gigantic and weird it's strange so maybe they're doing the same so anyway thing. i don't know there's a 26 episode series coming out on nickelodeon then a movie in 24 <laughs> whether they're exactly related or not hey we'll find out i suppose there's literally like five ips left and they're just gonna make like 600 shows per yeah. IP. <laughs> speaking of which <laughs> pretty funny um there's gonna be a third sonic film third i, mean, I didn't say second i didn't stutter <laughs> i didn't well, skip the second over the one's second. getting made like right now as far as i know uh the second one is actually gonna be out on april 8th apparently okay so yeah so that's that's actually further along than I thought it would be. Yeah, I thought it was coming up, but I didn't know how soon. So uh, yeah, I didn't think it was that soon. But hey, it's coming out soon. Regardless, they are going to do a third one. So 
I haven't watched the first one yet. I suppose I have Paramount Plus for another couple weeks. Probably should watch it just to just to see. Oh, I think all the South Park's moving to Paramount Plus. I would assume so. That's Conti, man. Yeah. I liked when everything was on HBO Max. Nice and neat. Yeah, well, because Paramount Plus mostly sucks. Although it is cool that it has a bunch of weird old movies on it. I, it does, I give credit yeah. for that. Um, does it have all the old Universal stuff? Or am I crazy? Um, No, I don't think so. Fine. I'm wrong. Okay. I don't think, because it didn't seem to have all the really classic, like, Universal monsters and stuff. I did not. Yeah, that's what that. I was wondering where all that shit went. I don't. It's probably on Peacock. Honestly, I don't oh, no, know. Of course, it's on Peacock if it is on anything. Oh, yeah, because that's Universal. I was just trying to think who owned Universal. But... I can't keep track. Yeah, I know. It's so hard. Really, like, three companies own all these. No, it really like, is only which, three companies. Which level down? Like, I don't freaking know, man. Less streaming services, more content. I know that's not a paradox. Wow, 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 anyway, wow. third Sonic movie. Yeah, get get hype, get consume product, get ready for next product. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, you haven't even consumed product yet. You I just can't believe they already announced it. I thought that was interesting. All right, so I have some good-ish Lord of the Rings news. Good because it looks like it's going to be really cool-ish because it's not coming out till April twenty twenty-four. Um, oh, you're talking about the anime? The anime. Well, I've been one. waiting for that because that's probably going to be awesome. This piece of concept art looks really goddamn cool. Weta did it. Um, so this is the one, Lord of the Rings: The War of the Rohirrim, uh, directed by Kenji Kamiyama, who we've talked about before. Um, he did uh, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, probably his fam- most famous thing. Eden of the East as well. Uh, so this isn't coming out till 2024. But this has, um, I mean, it's done in partnership with New Line and Warner Brothers. Wah, wah, wah. So it's not. Uh, it's not woke proof. Well, I'd say mostly. It's certainly not. Listen, it's woke resistant, you, not woke proof. Well, it's certainly not the goddamn uh, <laughs> Legend of the Rings, Power of the Rings, <laughs> Ring Power. We was dwarves, whatever the hell it we is. Dwarves. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. That's good. Um, but yeah, it's terrible. I think I stole that from somebody else. So yeah, uh, I, you, Warner Brothers is distributing it, so whatever. I mean, I'm assuming it, that means it will show up on HBO Max at some point, but it's also going to be in theaters. I will pay to go see this because it looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, I was kind of hot for it when I first heard about it. So and oh, I guess we got confirmation too that the film will be 2D, not 3D. So that's cool too. Um, oh yeah, that's way better. So I'm hyped. I'm hyped. You know, this actually seems interesting. This has like involvement from some of Peter Jackson's people and some people that actually give a shit. So, and it's coming out so far in the future. I'm assuming they know better, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited. This would be pretty cool. It's it's a lot of the, it's like the history of Helm's Deep. You know what's interesting? So that's cool. I was actually reading a thing a while back, like the Netflix one. They were actually developing a good one, and then they fired everybody. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Yeah. Like, because they had, like, the lore master working. Oh, yeah. No, I saw that. The most based guy. But then they had, like, a whole other writing team that was, like, working outside of the other. They're like, no, we need black elves. You won't do it. They fired everyone and started from scratch. That's crazy, right? I'm just going to make a a Black Panther movie with nothing but Asians in it. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Too bad. Sorry. 
if you, that's what you happens. can make up a word salad excuse for it and it'll be fine. Sure I can. There's somewhere. I'll figure out a way to put them lower on the victim stack. Or higher on the however that works. If you're trying to get to the like the height of the victim pyramid. Yeah, I'll, I'll go consult with uh James Lindsay and we'll figure this out. <laughs> the victimhood industrial complex. Yeah, you you tell me. You tell me how to how to make this happen. All right, moving on. Um so in the least and I already basically said it, but in the in the least surprising news ever, they're gonna do a swordsmith village arc for for Demon Slayer. It's gonna get a TV anime. No shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and more. Oh oh and more of the you know, most no shit news you'll ever hear. Jujutsu Kaisen's gonna get a second season. No. I only bring up the second one because it's gonna be out in twenty twenty three. So mind blown. I know, right? Like Oh, you mean after the movie became like one of the highest grossing <laughs> animated movies? Oh, why does everyone Japanese hate, history? Why does everything hate 2022? It's like nothing new is going to come out. It's like, nope, got to wait until 2023 for everything. I know. Shit takes time. Let's just grind the shitty year. So anyway, two little bits of news. No shit. More Demon Slayer, more Jujutsu Kaisen. Good to know Jujutsu Kaisen will be in 2023. Demon Slayer, I don't think they have even the first clue when it'll actually be out. Um, I'm assuming 2024 yeah i'm assuming end of 2023 if we're lucky they spend a lot of money on it it takes a while to animate yeah, if we're lucky oh and this one hashira is like the dirtiest thickest thing because of course she is he really does like his like short thick girls how the man rolls and you know him. what thumbs up <laughs> he's doing god's work doing god's work all right last bit of news here so we can move on uh, so, um, <laughs> in, in just, you know, Japan letting their powers combine to maximize merchandise <laughs> sales and yeah, imagine maximize merchandise sales. The picture is awesome. They're, they're making sure to jam together Anno's Godzilla, Ultraman, Evangelion, and common rider stuff like all in one. We're thing. gonna crossover. We're, yes. we're selling you stuff. Like we're making it happen. Oh man, I want a million crossovers. It's gonna be amazing. Merchandise tie-ins. This picture is freaking amazing. Oh, I want to see that fucking Ultraman movie. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I get delayed, but I'm I'm in. Like I said, May thirteenth. So we'll see it sometime around twenty twenty three. I know. And allegedly, Common Rider is going to be out in March of 2023, but, you know, we'll see. 2022 is forfeit. It's a dead year. Let's just move on. Yeah, it'll be cool. Hey, I'm I'm in. So, anyway, that's the last bit of news I got for today. So, I suggest, perhaps, we might want to move on to talking about what the hell crap we watched this week. I might as well get down to the thing we talked about before. Season finale in the middle of the season. Demon Slayer. Too much goddamn backstory. Um, yeah, I'm I'm always I'm not a fan of that style of storytelling where you just have like a long flashback to give somebody backstory. And a lot of anime does it. Like One Piece does it. One Piece is usually good about doing it before a fight or like in the middle of a fight, which is what was a interesting? Little, uh, not quite as bad. Is all like the three or four episodes before that were so action packed, yep, and so intense, but they just could have peppered in like two minutes well, of backstory I, in each and one. Yeah, and I'm not agreed that could pace it better. No problem there. Oh, and, like and they peppered some backstory in there, but my my main problem is they didn't do enough to wrap up 
the aftermath of all of that. You didn't even oh, yeah, get a good they epilogue. Were, they were all mostly dead. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you know, didn't even like, get a good epilogue. How the fuck did you get back? Like, how you know, how did anything happen? They're, they should have done a little more. And the, it looks like there's only like three chapters worth of stuff. They probably should just tack that on. But And I was hoping they were, but they, they didn't. So I, I don't know. I just don't like where it ended more so because I, I think there's a better spot to end it than where they did. Yeah. They, and, and it felt like they, you know, the back the backstory, I don't know. I guess it's necessary. Um, but where it was was a little yeah. It's like the battles. Issues. I don't need the like post for an extra long episode. You could have extra long backstory. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's still awesome. I just oh, it still looks amazing. It's still good. The backstory itself is fine. It's just where it's placed, how it's paced. I wanted more of an got a problem. epilogue to that whole thing. You know what yes. I mean? Like. Just all, a little bit, just a little taste. Like you're all mostly dead. How the fuck did you get back to like the village? You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What's the reaction to actually defeating that demon? You got a little. I mean, a tiny taste of that, but not. Yeah. You not needed enough. a little more. I, I want a little more. I was unsatisfied. Just a little bit more. But that's um, life. You always get which. But that's Demon Slayer. I mean, you know, not much else to say about I would, that episode. I mean, I'd be pissed if that was the end of the series. But like, you're well, obviously yeah. getting more. Like, it's just kind of a. End of a season. So let's let's not belabor it and move on to Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan was like not a lot happened, but the one thing we were talking about last week, the one loose end we thought was not gonna get tied up. Yep. They mentioned it. They're right gonna do the something end. with it. Yeah, there is a there's a nice teaser about well, Annie, something's gonna happen, right? Finally. Finally. Because I really do think the writers just the writer had no he was just like Oh crap! I gotta, I gotta do something about this because there are times where Attack on Titan feels a little slipshod. Oh yeah, like I love Attack on Titan. I'm not crapping on it anyway, but sometimes it has a little bit of that lost feel where yeah, it's like the what, show where like the like, guy who wrote it didn't really know where, where he was going until he was there, or he did, but it didn't have enough details, or he did and then he changed his mind. I can't. I can't quite tell. Like, you, you just know? get that feeling, though. Like, there's stuff that's just, you know, like they were tying up inconsistencies later on. You yeah, know like I mean? they kind of just meandered a bit and were like, ah, shit, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this. Like, like Levi's still around somewhere, right? Yeah, I don't think he's dead, right? No, that was heavily implied that he is not, even though he should be. Oh, that's, I was thinking of that, too. Like, Levi and uh, the chick with the glasses. Hanji. Yeah, Hanji. Han- like, yep. what the fuck happened to those two? They ran off. Well, Haji ran off with uh, Levi, but there's so much season left. Like with fucking Demon Slayer ending, I'm like, oh shit, the season's almost over. No, it's like halfway over. <laughs> like most shit's on like episode six. Well, Attack of Titan I mean? started a lot later. Although Demon Slayer, it started even later than Demon Slayer started its actual season. Like, yeah, it's again Attack on Titan, much like Demon Slayer, can do whatever the fuck it wants, start whenever it wants, and end whenever it wants. It's true. They're usually tight on their seasons, though. You know. What yeah. I mean? They don't care. It's all advertising. I imagine a it's lot all of time the, slots. Yeah, but I would imagine with a lot of like the 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 Koof stuff and whatever else, like they got to be a little more flexible on when things air and when stuff comes out. Well, I mean, else. Jesus Christ, every fucking voice actor on earth had the Koof like last week. Yeah. So. Well, and um, Attack on Titan is going to miss a week coming up, like after episode eighty six, eighty seven, something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just going to skip a week, but you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so the episode itself, like you said, not a ton happens. You get that little stinger. Uh, you get a little bit, you get a little bit of character work there. Oh, you know what? I fucking hate Sasha. Don't try to redeem that stupid cunt. 
You get a little character work there. Fucking hater. Yeah. I'm Stupid, not. obnoxious zealot. Like to the bitter end, and now they're going to try to give her like a redemption arc. Fuck you. That's crap. I don't disagree. Um, but it's consistent. It's consistent. It's consistent. I just fucking hate that character archetype. Like, you just, I'm going to do the stupidest thing forever, like, and never stop. But I mean, did she, was there any choice in life but to be as, oh, uh, look at this. Unprofessional. I get, like, no calls per week, and it's Turn like that always, damn phone off. It's, like, literally always. Fucking savage. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Her... Her character arc, I get it. Like, I'm not a huge fan of that character archetype either, but I can have a little sympathy because, you know, how could you not be a bit of a radical in that environment? But she was but, an extra zealot. But I was going to say, she was clearly a radical before even all the shit happened with Aaron, right? Oh, like, yeah. If, if she had just been somewhat normal and then that shit radicalized her, I think I would have liked it a little better. And, and her character would be a little more sympathetic. Because, like, watching all your friends get killed right there, like, mm. shit. But instead, they always showed her as a bit of a fanatic. Even before that, she was a fanatic. So it doesn't sit as well. Whatever. Um, Maybe but, it's just me. I find her extremely irritating. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan of the, the character. Like, I don't know. I, I, like, I wanted them to just, like, get out the broom and shuffle her, like, under the rug. Oh. <laughs> I don't want any more Sasha. Yeah, man, you shot fucking Potato Chant. <laughs> yeah, right. Never forgive you. Uh, yeah, and then you got a little bit of, you know, I like people's reactions to what's going on. Like, are you fucking, it was like, you know, are you gotta be fucking kidding? <laughs> right. like, really? Is this what you're really gonna do? Like, I don't know. They're like, oh, well, let's go stop him. Well, no one can stop him because he can control everybody. I don't know about that. You know, it seems like they're forming a, a team of Titans to be able to deal with him. Like, you know, if you're gonna deal with Annie and then you got the Jaw yeah, Titan, because they got the Jaw Titan captured, right? Because they got, um, oh, yeah, that kid, yeah. Falco. Um, well, fucking... Um, and you still have... Uh, Reiner oh, doesn't have his fucking... Like, I don't know if he well, can even like, harden anyone. I don't know if Reiner's going to fucking live. That <laughs> Let's is be also clear. true. He's really fucked up, and he was already getting towards the end of his lifespan. Oh, yeah, it's true. Maybe... Uh, oh, they're going to have Sasha eat him. They might. They just might. Oh, I don't know. He's so fucking mad. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? Well, people who read the manga... It'd be then we'll see if it ends the same. I way. guess it'd be boring if they only did what I wanted every time. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna watch it till the end and hope it ends well. And if it doesn't, well, oh well. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna be happy about it, but we'll see. We'll see. That's what one of those shows. There'll be something to yak about. I don't think they'll Game of Thrones it. It's no, I don't think it. Ha- <laughs> I don't think it has that them, bad. Although like, Japan is king of bad endings. Like they really are. People often forget that. <laughs> It's like they took all their like writing lessons from fucking Stephen King. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Now, listen, a lot of the real classics are classics because they they nailed the ending. Right? Like Cowboy Bebop nails the ending. Oh, definitely. Full Metal Brotherhood, to me, nails the ending. Oh, like, definitely. You know, that's why. Well, I mean, compared to that weird movie, like the, I don't know, Booty of Shambhala or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, Conqueror Shambhala. Conqueror Shambhala had some cool ideas, but I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about Fullmetal Alchemist at some point, I'm sure. We'll, we'll at least do a rewatch of Brotherhood at some point. Yeah, I haven't seen it in years. So, anyway, that's all we got to it really is say. What it any is. other Any other stuff you want to mention? Uh, everything else I was watching, it was kind of like, I won't call it filler episodes, but nothing exciting happened. Yeah, Monster of the Week or whatever it is. Yeah, shit like that. Sure. All right. Um, then I suppose we can move on to Dota. 
So let's talk about Dota. Let's get deep in this. Classic fucking D&D adventure. Yeah, Dota, Blood of the Dragon. No, Dragon's Blood. Sorry. Whatever. Dragon's Blood. Um, And this was on Netflix. And it came out a while ago. So second season just came out, so it floated back to the top. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, okay, well... A lot of these series are pretty good. Like, I, I thought Blood of Zeus. That's where I'm getting the Blood of Dragons. Blood of Zeus was pretty good. Blood of Zeus was decent. I like yeah. Blood of Zeus. Anything that's done, like, by the Castlevania crew is pretty decent. Whoever I animates mean, that. They, like, they can go poorly, I've heard, but I haven't seen one yet where I was like, oh, it's bad. Yeah, if there's a bad one, I haven't watched it yet. No. So. Um, and Castlevania, I liked. Although season three is a mess and has that weird Alucard woke scene that doesn't make any sense. Oh, uh, yeah, but like the threesome and the, the Alucard's whole story in season three shouldn't exist but season four <laughs> yeah. is excellent and it redeems it entirely yeah it does and hopefully when they do this movie here coming up I'm actually not as worried about Warren Ellis not being around because his writing is always a little weird and cringy to me so oh, yeah. it's a little too yeah, 90s that, edgelord like, oh god he like he started that like dialogue style that everybody rips off now where it's like wicked wordy and like I wish I could describe it better, but it like, was very it's very Tarantino. Yeah, it's true. He's trying to be Tarantino. Um he's not Tarantino. So anyway, having watched all those other ones and they've been, you know, pretty good. Well, all those other ones, a couple other ones. But all the seasons and they were pretty good. You know, figured, hey, why not check out Dota? I mean, especially after like Arcane was excellent and that, you know, not expecting this to be anything like Arcane, but you know, maybe something that is just a and, you know, some sort of Every animation based a on a while, mobile. You know, it's yeah. a diamond in the rough. Maybe it'll be good. Um, You know what? It was pretty good. Pretty solid. I was uh, very pleasantly surprised. Yeah, pretty. I mean, it's st- look, don't look for anything like innovative. or It's very basic. And I that's why I liked it. Or anything. Like, don't expect it to be arcane. It's it not- literally, like, what do we always talk about? The Shonen formula. It literally follows the Shonen formula it's pretty very, basically. Yeah, it's know? a very simple hero's journey It follows, formula. like, the short form, um, you know, formula. It's you know, like a, journey. Like a Demon Slayer style or stuff, you know, where it's you know there's yeah. going to be, like, a, an ending. It doesn't, like, drag on forever. Like. Standard hero's journey, right? It's bog standard hero's journey stuff. The whole thing. Yep. It's very basic storytelling. Which is fine. It's got a little twist, because of course it does, right? Otherwise, it would be actually boring. Uh, it's got interesting enough characters. It's got likable enough characters, which is- Oh, very likable. Most things fail Even at. once you're not supposed to like, you're kind of likable. Well, you need that, right? Like, a lot of the best villains have charisma. You know True. what I mean? Like, people like Darth Vader, even though he's the worst. <laughs> he is the worst. And I mean, episode four to six, Darth Vader. Episode- one to three Darth Vader has no charisma at all whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. He has good memes, though. Those movies have no charisma whatsoever. Anyway, they're fucking masterpieces compared to seven to nine. Continuing, and they're all masterpieces compared to whatever garbage they're shoveling out nowadays. So, Dota. So what is what the fuck is Dota about, you're asking, since we're blathering about all sorts of other things that aren't Dota. So, um, Dota Dragon's Blood, you have... Davion, who's the uh, main character. Dragon Slayer. He's a dragon knight, sir. Dragon knight. Um, so he's he basically sees a... Uh, the whole plot revolves around him finding like this elder worm. You know, basically, eat, there's various types of dragons, and the elder worms are the eldest of each of those dragons, right? Yeah. 
And they can even like talk to each other on a weird other plane, and it's it's crazy. Um, so one he finds one of them, and he's like, "We'll just leave that the hell alone. We'll leave that alone. We're not going to touch it." And then of course some local jagoff is all pissed off and is like, "No, well, I'm going to go kill it because it's it's in one of the other guys who was in that like crew to take down the dragon because there was another dragon, a much smaller one who was terrorizing a town, and they take that down, and the crew that's there is you know. They, they saved the nearby town, but then the guy who was leading that crew was like, no, we can't leave it alone. I'm drunk, and I'm going to go destroy it myself. Yeah, they think because it's sleeping, it won't just wake up and murder them. And then he gets his ass kicked um, by Davion, and then he gets possessed by a demon. So <laughs> the and demon- that's how that goes. The demon terror blade. So it says, they give you some stuff early on, and I don't even remember all the backstory of like prehistory and what the demon's goals are, but- he wants to remake reality, basically. Um, yeah. He, he needs to, like, capture the pillars of the uh, of the earth, essentially, so we can remake all of reality. If your standard demon wants to remake the world in his demon image type of thing. Correct. Um, so his name is Terrorblade, which is silly, but... Super cringy. Whatever. That's got to be, like... The, that's, like, the only video game thing where you're like, that Very is from a video, video game. game. So anyway, you also get introduced here to the Princess Marana, who's a human princess. For some reason, I thought she was an elf earlier, but it's because they're like, she's from the Night Silver Woods. So apparently there's lots of people living in various woods. There's both elves and humans. Yeah. And there's clearly bad blood between them. And they're they're both religious zealots for, um, oh, what's it? She's like, there's like the goddess of the moon. Um, yeah. And it seems like they both worship, worship the goddess of the moon. It would seem so. Um, But the goddess of the moon is a horrible bitch. Um. Uh, what the hell is her name? Selimene? Selimene. Giant titty master. Yeah. She reminds <laughs> me a bit of the the one from Goblin Slayer, the like yes. priestess girl. <laughs> very, very ridiculous over-the-top character design. So, yeah, nothing. There's nothing woke here. There's no, like... Not even a hint of I, it. I, I catch no feminist stuff in here. Um, anyway, you get... Uh, so, you got Marana, who's going to end up traveling with Davion. Marana's friend, uh, Marcy? Marcy, who's a mute. Um, and has like weird super strength for some reason that they don't explain. Yeah, and they I'm sure a, they'll explain it eventually, but they kind of hint at it. Yes, yeah, she's got. Yeah, there's something going on there. And then there's a there's some sort of cat monster that she can ride around on. Um, anyway, Marcy's a very likable character for one that never says anything. Yes, uh, but Murata rides around on this. Can ride around on this. Oh yeah, it's basically battle cat. <laughs> battle cat monster. Um, and then, you know. What happens is, so Davion, he realizes that that guy, you know, went back down the freaking the pit to go fight the Elder Worm. He goes down there, and then, I don't know, he gets horrified Lovecraft style because he sees things he shouldn't see. Because apparently the 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 guy, you know, that the Dragon Slayer, he's not really a Dragon Slayer. He's just like a mercenary or Some whatever. Chomp, yeah. Yeah. He, he got... He basically, since he's possessed by the demon, they then possess the corpse of the other dragon that was killed yeah. earlier. And then that dragon's going to fight the Elder Worm. The Elder Worm's going to wake up. And oh, my God. But then um, as the dragons are fighting, Davion actually kills the demon dragon. Um, yeah, he like helps out the Elder Worm. Sends the demon scurrying away. And the Elder Worm's like, yeah, man, that's cool. And then he just like slashes his throat. <laughs> and kills him. And, yeah, and like mixes their blood together such that like the elder worm can hide inside of yeah like he knew he was gonna die so he just kind of like half possessed 
So Davion just wakes up like in the forest naked and freaking Marana finds him <laughs> and has to save his save his ass. But you know, he he he's got now got a horrible werewolf thing going on, but he's a were dragon. Oh yeah. Everybody likes a were dragon. Um and yeah, it, it's they eventually so we won't get into the whole series, but eventually they get uh you know, they have to go to this uh sage the invoker yeah. who's the invoker he turns out to be this he's like uh, way too powerful super powerful almost i mean i thought he was a god for a while he's, but he's a not. fucking wizard but he, he, he apparently was making time with selamene the goddess before and they had a kid and they had a kid and then there's a couple other characters that come in um there's fimrin which is like a, a young elf girl who's a, a crazy fanatic and like all her friends get killed and she gets taken in by the invoker and you know Stuff ensues, right? She's got powers. I'm sure most of these are characters in the damn game, and people know far better than I what's going on here. Um, and then the other major character is Luna, who is the elf. She's not like a queen at all. She's just a... I don't know what the hell she is. She's um, she's like a war general. She's a whatever enforcer. Is she, what she yeah, is. she's a terror. And then she goes on this... She cuts a bloody swath all over the place because Selimini basically tells her to do it. And then later is like, I didn't tell you to do that. Like, typical politician crap. Such a bitch. Anyway, there's a lot more that goes on in the show. It's eight half-hour-ish episodes. Um, Yeah, I, I mean, I'd recommend it. It's awesome because they don't do too much. They stick to very basic, like, characters tropes the whole thing very kind of bog standard fantasy very enjoyable no weird shit like maybe nah even if i watched it like 10 years ago i'd still like it i'm trying to think if it's just like sometimes i like stuff just because it's not woke you know it's like no ah this is nice and normal you know what i mean we never got enough but it's definitely like it's solid we never got enough standard fantasy anime it's true. You know, either it's, it's got some other stuff going on, which is fine, like, you know, Escaflone, where you got mechs and stuff, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. I like all the weird twists, but, like, sometimes I just want a bog-standard freaking fantasy, kind right. of like Lotus War, right? You just... Good ones of those are few and far between, right? So I, I think I would have liked it, because it's, you know, it's another good animated... And the animation's good. You know, it's it's... I don't know if it's the same studio, but it looks the same as a lot of that other... Again, a lot of that other Netflix animation... Um, like Blood of Zeus or Castlevania. Yeah, it's the like same studio. I'm assuming, but I don't know that it is. I didn't check. I liked um, it a lot. I want more. Well, it's good. There is more. Yeah, there's one more it. season, so we'll check out that second season and report back on, you know, does it fall off? Is it still good? Because, you know, this first season doesn't try to do too much either. Like, it, it has a decent arc, and it's got a, a decent, you know, decent resolution to that, but it leaves enough hanging out there. For, yeah. you, for you to be, you know, interested in another season and, you know, figure out some of the deeper mysteries and how they resolve stuff. So they do a good job with that. They really did a good job with that. They kept it simple. Basic hero's journey. Um, I applaud them for keeping it simple. Yeah. Because there's probably so much pressure to, like, either make it overly complicated. You know how everything's super complicated yes. now? Everything's got to subvert expectations or have a twist or whatever. Or have, like, the villain actually be the hero, except they do a bad job with it. And I blame M. Still- Shyamalan for some of this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, the worst. And Roundhead Johnson. But All I want is normal, like, adventure shit. Yeah. And, it, like, it, it ticks every box for me. So highly recommended by me anyway so far. Also, one last thing that it's got... To entice you in, it's got uh, the voice of Tony Todd 
<laughs> the original Candyman. Yep. As the uh, as the Dragon Slyrak, which is the one that's hiding out um, in Davion. So, yeah, it's good stuff. It's good. It's it's good adult animation without being just edgy for the sake of being edgy. Yeah, it is nice that they can just like drop f bombs. Like I'm, I'm, and it's like ultra violence. Yes, I'm like, glad we're finally getting to the point where you can get something like an adult anime, and I don't mean adult, a teenage anime, right? Like, no, like seinen. Yeah, seinen exactly. Kind of like Attack on Titan, where it's brutal when it has to be. Yes, yes. So yeah, uh, check it out. I mean, it's on. I'm not gonna <laughs> tell you to subscribe to Netflix for obvious reasons, but you know, go check it out. Good stuff. Check it out however you have to check it out. Correct. All right. So It reminded me of, uh, it made me think, uh, it has nothing to do with it, but it made me think of uh, Dragon Prince, because I think a new season of that's coming out. Yeah, that I'm, I've, I have not that watched. That so is the, a, like, the actual dude. You know how, like, yeah, it's very Avatar related. Well, Avatar was, it was like three people. It but like two, the uh, two people, the main guy bounced, and he did that. And it's weird because it's like it's really, really good. But you like they just fucking shoehorn some like woke shit in there, and you know he like tries to glass over it because he's like very much not into that. But it's just like oh man, it's like so distracting sometimes. So I'm curious to see like the new season if they like dial that shit back. Fair enough. We'll have a Dragon Prince aside someday. Maybe that, we'll talk about Avatar as well. That's just thoughts. I watched all the Dragon Prince. Uh, I got to watch the last season again. Because I watched the whole thing. Uh, it was the dropper incident on um, New Year, uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, that can happen. And there's a lot of colors and a lot of stuff going on. And I was not paying attention to the plot. I know they delivered the dragon egg, but that's all I got out of it. Well, there you go. There's your fast uh, fast break for Dragon Prince. All right. I have nothing to say about Dragon Prince, so I'm going to move on to... Sorry, things just pop into my brain. I know. I understand. Nothing wrong with that. Dragon Prince is a good a good call for something to check out in the future because um, oh, it's an interesting compare and contrast. It was so. so fucking good if you could get past like the weird lesbian shit <laughs> like the, you know it's yeah. just the inserted for the the stuff that doesn't naturally fit into the story yeah right? it's like who cares if there's lesbian couples it's but, like they did it yeah. after it's like he did the whole thing and then they're like nah you have to make the king black for no reason you have to make like yeah. it's just funny called a rewrite um that's when they come in and you know get like uh Oh, what's her face to come right up? You know, go get Vida Ayala. Hey, come fucking punch this up. <laughs> Give me easy. <laughs> yeah. No comment. Anyway. I'm moving on to Jason the Argonauts now. All right. So Jason the Argonauts. So we're not going to review the whole thing. It's an old 63, I believe, 62 or 63, 1962 to 63 yep. movie, right? The movie itself, it's got a lot of nostalgia value for me. It's not great. The it's story's great. Fucking corny as shit. <laughs> yeah, it's corny as hell. The actors are v- mediocre for the most part. Some are really good, but mostly they're not that great. Um, it's got, the guy who plays Zeus is so retarded. <laughs> oh yeah, it's got a lot of oh, ridiculous. God. Oh god, special effects, and I'm not talking about because the, the stop motion stuff's really cool, but there's a lot of other stuff that's dodgy as hell. Um, yeah, it's just. I don't even mess. know if they had green screens back then. 
Oh, I don't know what the hell they did for half of that stuff. Yeah. A lot of times they painted it right on the... Um, oh, there's some of that going on yeah. where it's like painted right on a backdrop. or a... Sometimes that looks super cool. Oh, agreed. Agreed. I think, uh, it, a it lot of the shit like... in uh, Big Trouble in Little China... Yeah, like the lightning guy it that's works. all painted on. Oh, that's they painted that right on the cells. Yeah, that's, that's what all I mean. That's like, yeah. super cool. Um, but the, the, my point about all this is don't expect the movie itself, if you haven't seen it, to be like the greatest thing you've ever seen. It's all about the stop motion bits. Right? Oh, hell yeah. Very, very cool. Fucking Talos. Although, this, again, the story is good, so go <laughs> read the original Greek legend because it's cool. Um, and the, the woman who plays uh, Medea is really hot. So you have that to look forward to as well. Uh, a lot of those old movies back then had just some like amazingly genetically Gorgeous. superior women. Gorgeous actresses. Um, so anyway, yes, the stop motion animation. So if you don't know what stop motion animation is, my God, where have you been? But um, <laughs> what hole have you been? They haven't. In? I mean, it doesn't get used much anymore, but it was an old technique, you know, King Kong, I think the original. And I mean, 1933 King Kong, right? Um, um, if you watched Gravity Falls, like the last season, there is an episode with like claymation where they're basically ripping off Jason and the well, Argonauts. Or think think about um. So I suppose the easiest example is think about a lot of that Tim Burton stuff. Oh yeah. Or like Coraline or James and the Giant Peach, right? Like that's stop motion animation, right? And and I know this is probably patronizing a lot of you because you probably know exactly what the hell it is, and you're like, move on. So it's our job to explain. So, you know, back in the day, they would use that in composite. Instead of just doing it as a whole movie, which I think is always impressive, they would do that and composite it in with real actors, right? So you got some guy, like, one, you know, <laughs> waving a sword, sword around, around randomly and then getting attacked by, like, a, a stop-motion monster at the same time. And it's it's very cool. And, you know, I'm, there's there's what? There's three there's three or four really big scenes. I mean, there's, there's the harpy scene, which is kind of cool, but the harpies are... I don't know. They're not all that interesting, but the scene is cool and it's a cool setup. The big ones are like the Hydra and the Hydra fight when he's getting the Golden Fleece. Yep. Talos. Talos. That's super classic. That is my favorite. Super giant bronze statue, like, you know, 100 feet plus tall that comes to life and starts stomping around because <laughs> it's upset because Hercules is a weird, wacky jackass in this instead of, you know, Hercules. He's even wackier than Kevin Sorbo Hercules. I don't understand. It's really <laughs> yeah, weird. It's super weird. I don't even know. And then um, the skeletons. Everybody knows about the damn skeletons. The skeletons is one of the most classic, you know, stop motion scenes ever. They released freaking Revoltech. You know, is it Kotobukaya? Uh, this is Kotobukaya. The whoever the toy company is in Japan. They released um, Revoltech yes. <laughs> uh, skeletons. That. Right. Really cool. So I mean. They're just skeletons with swords and shields, and they they attack you know Jason and, and part members of his crew, and you know they actually it's interesting because a lot of the movie like the the integration with the stop motion stuff is a little dodgy. You know, it's, like I said, there's just waving of swords. Some in general it's directions. really good though, because there's some shots where like. You know, they're, like, swinging at shields and, like, it connects. It's really cool. I was just getting there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so most of it is that bad stuff. But then you get to the stuff that's good because it's well choreographed. And that's the skeleton fight. The skeleton fight stuff is very well done. Amazing. They actually, like, really, you could tell, like, it took a lot of time. And that's why they didn't do it for everything. Where it wasn't that important, they didn't do it. When it was important, they did it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we're not talking too much about it. But, you know, check. 
go check out this old stuff. Ray Harryhausen also, he worked on King Kong, and he did all the visual effects for this. A lot of that old stuff. Golden Voyage of Sinbad. Um, if you enjoy film in any way, like just watch these because they're classic. Like you should know that they exist and you should see them. Yes. Yeah. Go just go. like original King Kong, all the Sinbad movies. Oh, yeah. like go look up Ray Harryhausen. Movie. See what the hell he worked on. Watch that stuff. Definitely. Basically, that's the recommendation. You know, through the through the avenue of Jason and the Argonauts, where. It's pretty cool. And it's, you know, you got to rent it. Well, who knows? You got a VPN or something, you probably find it. But um, we rented on, I think it was Amazon or something. So, yeah, check it out. Um, it would make the, the interesting thing, too, watching it was like a little surprised Japan hasn't made an anime about it or based a shonen on it or something because it's, oh, it's so very good, good content. To All do that Greek way. stuff is so classic. Yeah, they really could. It's really so. easy. Yeah. I'm sure someone will tell us that they did, but, you know, whatever. We'll I mean, they've done some stuff that I can think of. They've done of, bits of it. But, yeah, they haven't done, like, balls out, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, just straight up the, the classics. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, that's Jason Yorgonauts, Ray Harryhausen, and a little stop-motion animation. And now it is time to shift gears. When you're talking about no stop-motion animation, when you're talking <laughs> about super corny, we're talking about ultraviolence. <laughs> this is basically... The movie that made us start this channel, if I recall. I mean, MD Geist in his armor was Central Park Media's logo. Yeah, for years. Right. Before they folded. Actually, for the probably the entirety of their existence. You are correct. Um, so, yeah, MD Geist. So, this is an 80s OVA. It's about an hour long. Yeah. Not quite movie length. Um, like a lot of those were. Animation is good, but not phenomenal. It's yeah. not one of those like, oh my god, the animation. Like, nah, nah, it's it's middle of the road. It's not like distractingly bad, but it's not amazingly good either. So, no, it's 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 good. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. Um, but the the uh, the centerpiece is the ridiculousness of it, the over the top, straightforward, single mindedness of it. It's the height of the eighties. Like it's eighties edge lord, you know. Yeah. It's sec yep. I like it has to fight with fucking Zeo Rhymer for like edgiest thing of yeah. the like eighties or it's, 90s. it's very similar in feel too. Actually, no, that was eighties. And was it Zeo Rhymer nineties? I don't remember. I think it was like nineteen ninety or ninety one. I don't remember. Doesn't yeah, matter. So. It's all around the same time. Anybody who lived through this time period understands that the late eighties and early nineties are very fucking similar. They're well, almost yeah. a more coherent decade than if you put either of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. I would take like 87 through like 93 as a decade. Well, <laughs> like makes more sense. It's not enough years. Well, whatever. You know what I mean? To talk about Latin at some point. All right. So, <laughs> MD Geist. It's, it's just, what can I say about MD Geist? So, the what? story is super simple. Like they, I mean, they give you a bunch of backstory and flavor and, Basically, they're on some. It's the future. It's humans. They're on some planet. It's somewhere the future. Else. It has the same plot as um, the fuck is that, Kiriko? Votoms. Yes, it has the same plot as Votoms, where there's these two like fucking things oh, having an, yeah. like a hundred million year interstellar war. They make super soldiers. Blah blah blah. Except MD Geist is such an amazingly terrible like super soldier. That they like basically lock him up because he's a 
fucking They'll psychopath. Lock him up. They fucking jam him on a satellite and shoot him into space. Like it's fucking, I don't know, the the freaking negative zone or whatever it was. He's so fucking dangerous. They can't Superman. even kill him. They have to like sh- put him on a satellite and hope he never crashes. Which, which 100%. Spoiler <laughs> alert, he totally crashed on this planet. So, yeah, it doesn't have quite that galactic scale of Votoms. This all takes place on one planet. It references the other planets. Oh, yeah, definitely. Stuff. But it takes place on this one planet, and uh, it's just like it's the post-apocalypse, right? So they wanted, they clearly wanted that Mad Max feel because yeah, it it's looks got Mad that Max. like it's got that fist of the North Star yeah, feel, exactly. Where you know these people just keep fighting each other on this planet until it, forget about it. Like everybody's going to be dead, and it's like the the weird biker gangs who are genetically modified somehow, but they don't seem to be any better than anybody else. I was not impressed. <laughs> whatever, and then the the regular army or whatever they are. Who, you know, they're just soldiers with tanks and, and powered suits and whatever else. Yeah. And they just fight each other forever. And then Envy Geist shows up and fucks everybody up because that's what he does because he's Envy Geist. He is most dangerous soldier. The thing with Envy Geist is he's not a good guy. There is no good guy. No. Not like, at this all. is not your hero's journey. There is no hero. No. MD Geist basically. MD Geist does not learn. He does not grow. He's already the greatest. Well, and he basically wants revenge against the guys who locked him up, even though he was a psycho and he probably deserved to be locked up. So. Yes. Yes. He wants so much revenge that that's the entire point of the plot. And he doesn't say a lot. And he has no time for any sort of sex with women. No matter how much they throw themselves at him, it's only one. But no time for that. He only has time to do revenge. Okay, we got to go back and explain that. Because it's like the best scene in anything ever. Basically, he's on this planet. And he's trying to, like, this guy in a powered suit gets killed. So he's trying to, like, just take the powered suit off the guy. He get killed by, like, the gang. (coughs) Yeah, so these gang these gang guys come up. And is like, oh, you can't take that suit, and he's just like, fuck off. <laughs> like, I have no time for you. And so he like kills the gang leader yep. that's trying to like stop him from taking the powered suit off the dead dude. Yeah, and then this other chick comes over. She's like, eh, fuck that guy. Like, you know, like you should come work for us. Blah blah blah. And he's like, yeah, whatever. So they go back to like the gang's hideout. And she's trying to seduce him. <laughs> yeah, he's just lying on the bed, motionless. <laughs> he's lying Fully on the bed, clothed. motionless. And she's like grinding on him, everything. He's just she's like stripping naked. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, the, like with the ultraviolets playing titties too. But anyway, like she, he's laying motionless on the bed. She's grinding on him. And he's just like, only thing I want out of you is fucking information. And he just grabs her by the hair, like throws her across her the room. directly off the bed. It's so he's got no time for funny. this nonsense. And then he just like rolls over and goes to sleep. Yep. Oh my god, that's Emmy Geist. But anyway, it's fucking hilarious, and it's got that like, it's got that super edge lord, like you know, late eighties, early nineties feel that I fucking love. Can't get enough of it. Oh yeah, it's very much in line. With, you know, any of those other ones from the same time period, like Zeo Rhymer, which is similar, or even like uh, Fight Ixer 1. Oh, yeah, yeah, the definitely. plots are all different, but there's a, there's a lot of similar elements here. And it's similar level of animation, similar designs. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. So the anyway. suits are awesome. Anyway, what are, what are the things that you like about MD Geist? I like that that was the story. 
Like it just, it, they did a good job of not trying to make him like this redeemable character. Like you're supposed to like him. He's just fucking asshole. <laughs> but you don't that. hate him either, which is kind of interesting. You can't hate him because everybody else around him is an asshole yeah, and they like, deserve it. That's sort of like a really interesting point, too. Because he's not a likable character, but no one else is really a likable character. But you kind of like him just because of his style. He's a likable character because at least he looks cool and does cool things. Well, except for that mullet. <laughs> Come on, that's a legendary moment. Oh my god. It's so fucking good though. I don't know, it's just a fascinating way to write something. I like stuff as much as we go on about how great the hero's journey is and like all that shit and standard shown in. It's if- great to have something like that that's different, but you still like enjoy it. You just enjoy it for what it is. You, you need know? this is the it, this is short story length, right? This is well, under an hour, right? Like this is the the area where you can get inventive, and you know, completely throw out standard plot rules and everything else to just do an interesting concept, and it can work very yeah. well. No, it's really cool. I love it. Right, so that's what I like about it is that it it doesn't care. It just doesn't give a shit about anything. It's just like single minded. Like the people care. Like the people who made it clearly cared. Right, they had a clear vision. Oh, they yeah. executed that vision. Um, is it perfect? No. Plus, there's a <coughs> excuse me. There's a whole plot going on around him about like oh yeah that AI thing that's gonna like kill like oh, it's yeah. basically gonna like blow up the world and, or whatever and the war and the what and like all the other whatever. characters care about other shit, but he doesn't like. He gets like sucked into all their crap, but he doesn't give a shit. He just wants revenge. He's like he had like a, five names or something that he had to go kill. And Everyone has concerns about the larger world. MD Geist does not give a shit. He's just collecting names. Like he's it's over. Well, and then he's becoming a genocidal maniac, but that's what <laughs> MD Geist does. Yep. That's what he was made to do. MDSO two. I like that little detail too, right? Yeah, who's MDS? Most dangerous soldier O two, exactly. It makes you question, like, ooh, who's O one? Because there's at least one other one that you know has to be around, right? Which I don't know. I have to watch the second one again because we're it's, gonna uh, find out next week. Because Death gonna, Army, or whatever the fuck it's called, do Death Force. Which Death is next Force? Week. Yeah, it's not Death Army. That's G Gundam Death Force. Such a good name. Um, well, that was the name of the thing at the end. Yes, yes, it was Death Force. Yeah. It, oh, it's a, this is also another cautionary tale. Like, don't give control over to AI robots to destroy things because that's dumb. That never ends well. <sighs> that whole setup was weird. It's just like this big. Wasn't it like a? Yeah, it was this big like city sized thing that if it goes off, it will unleash like a million zillion AI robots onto this planet. I'm like to why? kill the five fucking people left on it. Yeah, I'm like, why are we building this? What is your plan? <laughs> it was the ultimate spite weapon. It's just like, fuck everybody else. If we lose, fuck everybody else. Burn it down. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, it's like it's like nuking it from orbit, basically. Yeah, it's why don't you just have a it doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't have to make a lot of sense. The logistics behind it, don't think too hard. You think too hard, you already screwed up. You're supposed to watch all these OVAs when you're mildly inebriated. Yeah, you, you got to turn your... Well, I don't know if you're going to be mildly inebriated. You just got to turn your brain off. Like, you, gotta, you know, certain entertaining things, you need your brain shut off. Because if you think about it too hard, forget about it. This is not high art. That's not what it's there for. This is not perfect. Shakespeare, it is not. But... 
Mm. It is fantastic. I'd say it's more entertaining than Shakespeare. For what it does. (sighs) There's only so much good Shakespeare. Correct. I mean, really. I don't ever need to hear about Tammy the Shrew again, let me just tell you. Yuck. Anyway, um, that's all I got to say about this one. I mean, no real complaints. It's it's super simplistic. Fine. It's not that logical at times. Who cares? The characters are entertaining enough. The the plot as it is is fine. It serves the purpose. The action's good. The ultraviolence is good. And the main character is a hilarious maniac asshole, <laughs> even know. if he is a total asshole. So I got no I got no real qualms about MD Geist, man. I like it. I, I'd love to see a good, you know, remastered, cleaned up version. Oh hell yeah. But that's that's for about me, it. this is one of the like top five things that sold me on anime when I was a kid. I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is the awesomest, like most violent, ridiculous things I've ever seen. I loved it. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's about all I got to say about MD Geist. You have any last thoughts? Nope. Next week, we're going to do MD Guys 2, Death Force. And then we will have completed the... Man, it's not a trilogy. What the fuck? It's like a... I don't know. What's two things? It's a couple. Duology. <laughs> we're gonna I do think it's a duology. A duology? Instead of a trilogy. Oh, man. That seems like complicated for no reason. Again, do we have to have lessons in shitty Latin that I barely know? Fair enough. Anyway... Catch you guys next week. Peace. Well, that's all for today, everyone. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour. Please remember to like and subscribe, and may your entertainment be always, well, entertaining. <laughs>